Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary niceness and everything spiceness. Yeah, just to mix it up <laughs> <laughs> for 2021. No, we are sugary spiceness and everything niceness here on OCRFM 98.3 across Colacan District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Max? Yeah, good. Not <laughs> melting away yeah. in the heat. It's been a hot week. Yeah. I don't do well with heat. It, it actually feels like summer all of a sudden. Yeah. What do you do to uh, stay cool? Uh, stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Uh, we've got a fun show ahead of us. We've got the Yum Box as normal. Uh, we'll open that up in a moment. Plus, we're going to be uh, taking a trip down memory lane with an iconic Aussie treat. So we best get this show on the road and uh, find out what is in that there yum box that you've got. Okie dokie. So we're in a bit of a a quandary because it's not a specific country at the moment, is it, Max? Yeah. <laughs> We're all over the world at once because okay. it's a special yum box to uh, kickstart the celebrations for 2021. Yep. And so each of the different treats in the box comes from a different country or a different area that we m- may have travelled to before with the box or might be completely new. Yeah. So what have you chosen for us this week? Salted egg yolk popcorn. Yep. And... Cocoa-dusted chocolate truffles. Now, I have had the egg-flavoured things before. Or the I can't remember where we or where it was from that we had salted egg because it's the one thing that makes me feel physically ill, the thought of raw egg. <laughs> yeah. I have a horror story to tell about that, but uh, not for now. <laughs> but uh, these come from Taiwan these ones, the salted egg yolk popcorn. Mm -hmm. So in Taiwan, nothing says time to celebrate like eggs. Egg dumplings called zongzi are a staple of the summertime dragon boat festival. And for their fall moon festival, yolk-filled moon cake pastries are a must. On the Lunar New Year, locals eat soy sauce-soaked tea eggs to ensure that their year will be full of wealth. So there's no promises this egg yolk popcorn will bring you riches. Unless, of course, you are counting the uh, rich, sweet and salty flavour. Or perhaps the rich cultural background of it on the uh, popcorn has been made. So, uh, yeah, time to celebrate with salted egg yolk popcorn. Um, 
what do we notice about the pack itself? Kind of. It's yellow yeah. with a duck on it. Bright yellow. <laughs> and it's a cute little uh, cartoon duck. Uh-huh. But uh, Pop Smile is the name of the company that has produced these chips. Bit hard to get into, other Max? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's the regulation, uh, you know, what do you call that stuff? Foil-lined packaging for uh, chips. Looking pretty uniform, the popcorn itself. Smells horrible. Smells horrible, does it? Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll admit I'm not actually looking forward to this. <clears throat> so, uh, it's almost spherical. Are they all... Like yours is looking pretty round. The actual piece of popcorn itself. Yeah, they're all pretty round. Yeah, okay. So maybe they have perfected some form of popping corn. <laughs> uh, the piece of popcorn itself has a light yellow layer. Looking toasty crispy. Mm-hmm. You're going to go first or am I going to go first? <laughs> Down the hatch in three, two, one. Uh, for salted egg yolk popcorn. What's your thoughts, Max? No. No? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can taste that. The popcorn itself is kind of melting your mouth. Ah, but I can't wash the taste out of my mouth. That is horrible. Yeah, I have nightmares about e- raw eggs. Ah, yuck. I know it's not raw egg. <laughs> <laughs> but just the thought of egg yolk being the flavour of that popcorn, I I shouldn't have done that. I'm not feeling well now. <laughs> um, it does have a a salty, savoury taste to it, but uh, yeah, not my cup of tea. That's why I put that first. Yeah, get so rid of the taste. <laughs> so instead, yeah. yeah, we'll try and. Uh, do I need to ask how many thumbs up for that one? Absolutely none. (laughs) So let's try and uh, get rid of that taste by traipsing across to France. These are cocoa-dusted chocolate truffles. Uh, The picturesque alpine city of Chambéry is where we're headed, where pastry chef Louis Defer is said to have invented the original chocolate truffle on Christmas Day in 1895, which I believe we've spoken about chocolate truffles before on the show. Yeah. So out of ideas for any new holiday concoctions, he got creative and he combined chocolate and cream, which created a silky smooth ganache, which is signature to uh, all French truffles. And uh, lo and behold, that is what he created, these little chocolate truffles. Now these are dusted with coke on the outside because if they weren't, (laughs) they'll stick together and you wouldn't be able to pick them up. Yeah. But uh, they're feeling very firm. Yep. The decorations on the outside of that little... I'm not sure if it's a traditional packaging or whether it's just for the yum box, but it's kind of a French um, scenery. Yeah. Things like the Eiffel Tower there in the background. Notre Dame. Uh, croissants. So I think they might have been specifically made for the yum box. Um, this is melting quite yeah, quickly in my I fingers. Just mine. <laughs> um, because it is just almost pure chocolate. It's uh, vegetable fat, sugar, cocoa powder, cocoa, cocoa, and more cocoa. Dusted with cocoa. Yeah. You had a bit of a nibble there, or? 
what's your thoughts as you munch down on the cocoa dusted chocolate truffle chocolatey <laughs> the outer layer the um the cocoa dusting gives it a very dry bitter taste to start with mm-hmm. but then once you get to the center mellows it quite nicely Fingers and thumbs, what are you uh, giving that out of two thumbs? Two thumbs up. Two <laughs> thumbs up? Much better than the <laughs> the, the, yeah, egg yolk flavoured popcorn. Oh, dearie me. Well, do we want to have a quick look around some of the ways that people celebrate uh, their new year? Okay. Uh, so, with some fun facts from the Yum Box. Um... There are some facts about uh, how different countries celebrate. After a successful revolt against the Greek Syrians in the 2nd century BC, the Jewish people only had enough oil to light their temple for one day. But miraculously, the oil lasted for eight days. So nowadays, Jewish folk pay tribute by eating lots of oil-fried food on the eight days of Hanukkah. That's where that tradition came from. In Siberia, it's a New Year's Eve tradition for divers to braze, sorry, for divers to brave freezing water to plant the New Year tree called the Yoka underneath a frozen lake. Meanwhile, Brazilians throw white flowers into the ocean as an offering to the goddesses of the sea, and the Japanese listen to Beethoven's Ode to Joy, which has uh, some kind of big sounds to it, I guess, to welcome in the New Year. Um, Old Lang Sign is sung around the world to ring in the new year by lots of English-speaking countries. But um, in order to receive a red envelope, which is filled with lucky money on New Year's Day, or the Lunar New Year, children in Taiwan must say, Shin Ni Ka Wa Li, which translates as Happy New Year. <laughs> so I'm glad that was spelt out for me. But uh, yeah, lots of different ways that various countries around the world celebrate the new year. In Norwegian, you need tons of rice pudding and one almond. Tradition has it that whoever finds the almond in their pudding will have an especially incredible year. Mm. In Italy, locals make sausages and lentils for their new year countdown called Cotticino con Latici. The sausages signify abundance and the lentils signify prosperity. They're apparently like yummy little coins. <laughs> and if you're a Spaniard, you need to grab 12 grapes to celebrate New Year's Eve. What do you think you do with the grapes to, to ring in the New Year? Eat them. Yep. <laughs> Special way, though. You eat one for every strike of the bell at midnight. <laughs> so you've got to be careful you don't you know, inhale them too quickly. But uh, there you go. That is some fun facts about uh, celebrating the new year around the world. Cool. We will take a quick break and then we'll be back to have a look at this week's topic, which is minties. So don't go anywhere. It is time for us to take a look at this week's sweet treat. Um, and I guess 
They've got a bit of sweetness to them, but uh, you're probably a bigger fan of their other flavour. Yeah. Because you're a mint fan. Yeah. What do you know about minties, Max? Uh, they're little white lolly that's really chewy. <laughs> Extremely chewy, yeah. They're often known for... or They've got a history of taking up people's fillings <laughs> because they are so chewy. I think over the years the... Uh, the recipe may have become a little bit softer, but I know that uh, people of old would often complain because they'd bite down on a minty and uh, lose a tooth <laughs> because they were quite tough. But uh, they're an Australian treat invented back in 1922 by James Noble Stedman, who is the son of the company's founder, um, James Stedman, and they were Australia's first confectioners. Um, minties were patented in 1926 and were manufactured by James Stedman from the Sweet Acres factory in Rosebury, New South Wales. Um, some of the other early lines of their lollies include Fantails and Talky Toffee. So quite the hard chew style lollies. In 1968, Stedman Henderson was taken over by Hoadley's, which was then acquired in 1971 by Roundtree's, before Roundtree's brand was globally taken over by Nestle in 1981. And now they're sold as Allen's Minties, because Nestle acquired the Allen's brand in 1985. Yeah. The big powerhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so they're hard, as you said, white, chewy, rectangular, mint-flavoured lollies, and they were originally packaged in five-pound tins, which is about two and nearly two and a half kilo tins of minties, which is, for the time, I would have thought, quite uh, extravagant. Yeah. But uh, these days they come in packs ranging from 150 grams to one kilo. They're wrapped up in wax paper with a little cartoon underneath the logo. And do you know what their catchphrase is? No. It's moments like these, you need minties. Mm -hmm. So uh, newspaper advertising for minties dropped off considerably throughout the war years, between 1930s, 1940s. And during World War II until 1946, supply of confectionery was restricted so advertising for minties resumed after the cessation of hostilities um, and they didn't have to ration minties as much anymore but they, as I said they were manufactured and available from about 1923 and were advertised as the universal suite so they offered a minties magic drawing book for your young girl or boy alongside their minties for the price of return postage which was one penny <laughs> the little booklet uh, had blank pages but the pictures would become evident if you lightly rub them with a soft pencil or a crayon similar to making a brass rubbing or a leaf rubbing over the top and um, so that lasted until about 1932 then from 1926 the first Minty's cartoons and catchphrases started to become part of pop culture and they provided kind of an episodic documentation of history. 
So for every era of Minties, you've got the changing cartoons that reflects kind of what was happening in that decade. Uh, The cartoon often depicts some sort of mishap or an unfortunate experience, sometimes a famous political figure or a sporting figure, but often it's just a general comic situation and then it has the tagline of it's moments like these you need Minties or another Minties moment. Um, Throughout the 1940s, the cartoons would appear in print advertising or on the boxes which they were sold, newspapers, railway stations, they were everywhere. Minties had their little cartoons all over the place. And the catphrase became part of the Australian vernacular. Um, The entry for the word minty, which uh, became part of the Australian dictionary, means um, used elusively as an emblem of solace. So the whole moments you need minties is to you know calm your nerves sort of thing or to uh, take some time out so many cartoonists have contributed to the minties moments over the years and there are at least 30 people there but some of the uh, more famous people are james banks who is the creator of ginger megs uh, alex gurney who created bluey and curly Norman Hetherington, who's famous for creating Mr. Squiggle. Yeah. Uh, you know of him? Yeah. Sid Miller, the person who created Chesty Bond. Sid Nichols from Fatty Finn. Um, and the largest number of contributions came from a man named Ted Scorefield. But even um, today, the Minties still contain little uh, Minties moments on the packaging. Mm. In the early 1990s, Choco Mints were marketed, which integrated milk chocolate into the recipe. But uh, I don't remember them lasting for all that long. You don't mess with minties. Uh, In the later 1990s, Spearmint Minties were released, but were taken off the market just before the end of uh, 1999. And in 2013, they tried again with that choc mint flavour. They called them smooth mint choc and vanilla. So they had choc mint and vanilla mint varieties in the one pack. But uh, again, don't mess with minties. (laughs) They are what they are. So have you got any uh, fun facts or memories when it comes to minties? Um, The packaging. The wax paper on the outside? um, Rip the longest... Um, piece. Yeah, so I've. Yeah. It, you can do it with any wax paper lollies, but minties for some reason are the ones that uh, uh, do it the best. <laughs> and I think they're great for long car trips. So if you're uh, on holidays and you've got a pack of minties, uh, all of a sudden a very quiet car <laughs> when yeah. the kid's got a minty in their mouth, slowly chewing, and they're focusing on gently tearing around the outside of the square. To make a real, see who can get the longest minty wrapper. Yeah, um, in um, when I went to primary school, mm-hmm. um, we had science days. Yes, yes. Um, one of the things was who could rip the longest minty thing, and they would announce at the next day of school. Right. Yeah. Mm. 
How, how did you go? Did you have uh, prior knowledge and uh, minty ripping prowess? Mm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Beaten. There's, it's that fine line between ripping too thin and then it tears yeah. or too thick and then it's not long enough. Yeah. yeah. I'll do the too thick. Too thick. Or don't know how to rip it. Uh, around the outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's the corners that always uh, become the trickiest bit. We might put that up as a bit of a challenge on the uh, <laughs> Afternoon Delight Facebook page. But for now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more minty fun right after this. It is time for us to put the spotlight on minties uh, because there's only one variety of minties. It's, you can't really go head to head with them, yeah. but um, you can uh, have a look at them. As we said, with the uh, the wax paper outer layer comes with a little cartoon and a minties moment. So uh, you've got a couple there, Max. Yep. What's your uh, minties moments on some of yours? Uh, moving out of the house. Yep. Uh. Eating food. I think that's what it is. Yep. So I've got a guy standing at the airport with his bag, looking out the window, and his plane's taken off without him. (laughs) Definitely a moment you'd need a minty. Um, The guy's coming home from shopping, Mm -hmm. and the bottom of his bag just broke. Ah, nothing worse. all the shopping just came out. I think I've got the same moving house one as you. Looks like uh, the truck's left while he's holding a big handful of uh, items to move yeah uh, uh, also one here of a gentleman sitting on a park bench reading the newspaper but uh, it would appear that the birds have left him a present on his head uh, the guy just crashed his bike into a pole ouch <laughs> yeah um, what else we got here? Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad that I don't have pets at home that would do this. A uh, guy sleeping in his bed, and there's a cat sitting on his shoulder just meowing. A <laughs> uh, uh, guy out in the middle of the ocean that lost his paddle for his boat, and yep. there's sharks sh- surrounding him. Uh, <laughs> a man standing by the curbside with a full rubbish bin and the garbage trucks driven past. He's been missed. A uh, guy mowing his lawns when they're like really long. Yep. <laughs> There's a. Did you say this one before? A man with a paddle that he's out yeah. with a boat. Yep. And there's one here that looks like a barbecue's caught fire. I think uh, we've nearly got most of the ones from the bag. Lady um, ironing her clothes and then. Um, there's a huge pile of clothes. Yep. I think that is... Oh, I've got another Oh, you got another one? Yep. In the movies, and someone's sitting in front of you with really oh, big really hair. Oh, really big hair. Ah, nothing <laughs> worse. Same thing when you're at a music concert. <laughs> so, plenty of different uh, options there for the um, Minty's Moments. So what we're going to do now is we'll take a little video of Max demonstrating how to do the minty challenge. So uh, Max is getting a minty. He's unwrapped it. Uh, the best thing is to put the minty in your mouth, of course. Yeah. That that makes for a quiet 
car trip, as we said. But uh, to do the minty wrapper challenge, you have to tear around the outside of the wrapper. So where do you start there, Max? Uh, What's your strategy? Corners. Yep. So he's very, very, very gently uh, peeling around the outside of the wrapper. And he was saying before that he often uh, peels it a bit too thick. <laughs> Yeah. playing it very safe so it doesn't tear in half but uh, I'll have a go as well and we'll see if we can uh, have a minty wrapper off who has the the longest wrapper but he's just tearing around the outside even though it's a square wrapper it makes a long thin string of wax paper that you can then compare against each other measure it off the trick is or the trickiest thing I should say when you're measuring it is to make sure that it doesn't break so you don't want to stretch it yeah. too much when you're measuring you want to keep it so that um, you can measure the length without breaking it it's all very much an honesty game so Max is continuing to uh, rip it round the centre of the minty wrapper and he's ended up with kind of a long snake-like contraption. The question is how long... Oh, it's not too bad. It's kind of head to waist for you. Yeah. Not too bad, not too bad. Um, if you have any handy hints for people out there wanting to uh, make a longer minty wrapper challenge... Uh, don't do it too thick and don't do it too thin. <laughs> Just in the <laughs> middle? Okay. We'll yeah. pop that video up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. People can have a go at that themselves. Uh, for now though we'll take a quick break and we will return with the sweetest tune. It is time for our sweetest tune here on Afternoon Delight. And because we're featuring minties and their tagline is it's moments like these you need minties, we could have gone with magic moments or uh, any tune like that. But instead, we've gone for a Foo Fighters song, which encapsulates <laughs> the similar sort of vibe. It's called Times Like These. And it is the fourth track from their fourth album, One by One released on the 14th of January 2003. And according to Dave Grohl, he felt like he wasn't himself for a, a three-month hiatus from the Foo Fighters. And so he decided to write this song to let it all out, I guess. There's two different music videos that were made for the studio version of the song. Uh, the first one's directed by Liam Lynch, where the band's performing the song to various changing backgrounds kind of like a kaleidoscope with lots of sound and color and stuff and the second version was directed by Mark Klasfeld and was shot on the Mojave River in California with the band performing um, below and in front of the bridge there was also a third music video because they did an acoustic version of the song and it consists solely of Dave Grohl recording the song's vocal, guitar and piano tracks in the studio and was co-directed by Bill Jokic with Dave Grohl. And uh, so this is Times Like These. 
It's times like these you give and give again It's times like these you learn to love again It's times like these time and time again There we go, that was Times Like These, our uh, sweetest tune this week on Afternoon Delight. That song pops up quite a bit in pop culture. The acoustic version was used in an episode of One Tree Hill. Um, the strangest use of it was by George W. Bush, the uh, former American president, for his 2004 re-election campaign. Apparently they hadn't asked the Foo Fighters for permission to use that song, and Dave Grohl said it was weird. It seems completely like a good example of how out of touch he was. Uh, considering the lyrics, it could have been the worst song he ever picked. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's, it's in the rock band um, computer game thing where you can play it on, I don't know, whether that be Xbox Live or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. We'll be back right after this to get busy in the kitchen. Afternoon Delight, it is time to share a recipe. This one's reasonably simple. Yeah. <laughs> Not many ingredients and uh, it takes longer to make than to enjoy, if that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, what are we making? Minty fudge. Minty fudge. This recipe actually has minties in it. Yeah. It takes about yeah. five minutes to get ready, but one hour to cook and then makes about 30. So what do we need? 700 grams of white chocolate, 600 grams of minties, one thin tin of condensed milk, and one teaspoon of vanilla essence. Mm-hmm. And then to make the fudge? Put all ingredients in slow cooker on high for approximately one hour. Times may vary. Stir every 10 minutes with a metal spoon. Pour into a baking tray lined with baking paper. Refrigerate for 4 to 6 hours, then cut up and enjoy. So you could technically do this over the stove in a saucepan, but slow cooker kind of gives an even temp low, low temperature. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very, very simple fudge recipe with a, a minty texture and taste to it that will stick up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page for you to uh, have a look at and enjoy. Maybe try out yourself if you've got some excess minties because sometimes having a bag of minties around there's just too many minties in the bag. Yeah. Do you want to eat them all at once? <laughs> so uh, here's a way you can use up some of those excess minties. Uh, now while we're on the the, um, the Facebook page you can uh, have a look around and perhaps answer some of the big questions that we've got there with our head-to-heads but we're also going to share uh, some fun facts because while having a look around and researching Minties back in 2012 Alan's decided to mess with the recipe 
Now, this made it to uh, the Adelaide Advertiser, and it was written by Peter Farquhar with the uh, heading, It's Times Like These You Need a New Minty's Recipe. So, there are some things sacred to the Australian way of life you should never mess with, like minties. Nestle was about to dip its toe into the treacherous waters of stuff Aussies like. According to um, Nestle, after nine decades with very little change or taste in texture, minties will now be chewier as a result of consumer feedback. So, back in 2012, they changed the recipe, they put together a panel just like we do here on Afternoon Delight each week and uh, put them to the test. There were three different versions. A very hard minty, a slightly less hard one and another one that was less hard but was chewier. And the chewier minty was the standout winner. So these days that is what we have in uh, minty's packages thanks to that Allen study. But I don't know. Is it is it better that they're chewier but less hard? Because I think the the fun facts of a minty was the fact that you had to really work <laughs> hard mm. to get the minty goodness. Yeah. But uh, since 2012, that's that's what they did. That's what they're like now. Because minties, it was always thought that they would outlast uh, human existence. <laughs> they don't melt. They don't. They don't do anything like that they're just this solid block of mint something (laughs) so uh yeah we'll pop that up on the afternoon delight facebook page as well we'll be back after this short break to uh unwrap this week's kinder surprise It is time for us to open up our Kinder Surprise, or this week. It's a bit different. Yeah. It's a chicken surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it's in the shape of a giant chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet it still comes with a little capsule on the inside. Yep. It's still got the milk chocolate and the white chocolate. But uh, cute little... Maybe that's related to the duck that we had... uh, on the the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> What's inside there? Uh, um, I don't actually know what they are. Oh, okay. Oh, they're orange. So it's another one of those little tiny toon animal things with an adult and a baby that's mm-hmm. looking like they've got long fluffy tails. Are they dog-like? No. Mandrels, maybe? They're monkeys of some description. Yeah. Um, oh, they've got kind of big manes. If there's any monkey enthusiasts out there in listener land, uh, <laughs> which monkey has a big orange mane and a long flowing tail? Yeah. That's uh, a strange one. Don't know the answer to that. Uh, okay, it's almost time for us to get out of here. 
we'll take a quick look at the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and have a look back at last week's topic, which was Belvita. A they were marketed as breakfast biscuits, but they have various other brands or thing, various other items. Sorry, with their brand, but the breakfast biscuits in particular, the ones that we looked at. And um, there's also the what's new for last week, the Nutella Be Ready, Bready. They look like a big baguette sort of thing. Um, and so Steph said, <laughs> I want that. Or the Macca's Nutella Mini Hot Cakes, <laughs> which would probably be going down a treat at the moment. Seems like ooey gooey Nutella is the flavour of the day. Yeah. Um, so up on the Facebook page this week, if you want to join the challenge, see if you can, it doesn't have to be a minty wrapper, but, uh, cut and, well not cut, but tear along the outside of a, a wax paper lolly, see how long you can make it. And, uh, we've also got that minty's recipe up on the Facebook page as well. That's it from us. Thank you very much for tuning in and we will be back next week to do it all again. Have a great first week back at school for everyone who uh, who's going back to school. Are you back this coming uh, Thursday, Friday, or have you do you start back in February? Uh, Not I sure. It's just you're still in holiday mode. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, if you want to contact the uh, show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or uh, head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of love on you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight oh, Afternoon delight oh, Afternoon delight